everyone and welcome to the Two Having to Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. Today, Robin and I sat down and spoke to Ben, also known as Agent B. Smith. Ben is a photographer who focuses on LARP. He goes to a lot of LARP events and does a lot of LARP photography. Some of my favorite shots of Robin and myself were taken by Ben. It was interesting to get an insight on what it's like to be a LARP photographer in the LARP space. Ben also live streams some of his photo editing, but is also a variety streamer streaming video games and TTRPGs. If you're watching on YouTube, remember to thumbs up and subscribe. If you're listening on your favorite audio podcast platform, leave us a nice review and that'll help us out. And now we bring you the conversation. better i mean what what i would like one day is like how just have like a studio and (laughs) we could could just invite people in (laughs) legit (laughs) yeah and just drink drink some ale have some drinks and it's like recently we've been like trying to do our year in review video and Mm -hmm. how many takes did we do of this bit from start to finish because we did so many takes and the start of it i was like yeah that sounds great test is fine and then the next day oliver went to edit it and he's like this is all shit. Turn off to do it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. YouTube is hard, Ben. YouTube is hard. hard. Yeah, I, I, I feel that on a spiritual level. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I tried the YouTube game with like piano vids and like, the occasional gameplay video. It did no, it, no. no. There's a reason why I stick to streaming. Yeah, that's the thing. You you, you get in your comfort zone. Uh, you you kind of just stick with what you know, which is good in some respects, but in other respects, you don't end up like branching out because you just go oh this pet set was perfect and with us it was like oh should we we should really do a video where we're sitting sitting next to each other we're like, we oh, should we, do it we have to I move mean, all our stuff you know like i wouldn't mind doing youtube again if it wasn't for the fact that premiere pro is looking at me and cackling with evil glee anytime i open up the bloody thing because <laughs> editing videos <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. Right. We're recording. I'm not going to do a, I'm not going to do a, like an introduce yourself type things. So I always just do a pre-recorded things just so we can get into, into casual conversation. But Ben, you're, you're, we, we know you mainly through LARP photography. What, yeah. what, Absolutely. yeah. What, what came, what came first, the photography or the LARPing? Absolutely. The LARPing. Um, LARPing first. When, I, when I was in university in Huddersfield, uh, back in, 2017 i'd met a few friends of mine who i played ttrpgs with as like a gaming club every like every tuesday evening Mm -hmm. um and there were some people there that were interested in running a vampire the masquerade parlor up um in the pub yes and they asked everyone who was there if they were interested i'm like i've heard of this larp thing granted it's only like Knights of Bad Astem or Community, where it's like the piss take versions of it. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> sure, I'll I'll give it a go. Why not? And honestly, just from like playing my first couple of games, I was hooked in all honesty. And yeah. that was only like a parlor lot. Yeah. With... How how long ago was that roughly? So twenty seventeen. So that's yeah. five years. Oh, for twenty seventeen. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so did you have? Yeah. Did you did you have a like an interest in? Like RPGs and uh, tabletop RPGs beforehand? Absolutely. I have, well, mostly been a forever DM uh, for 11 years. I started yeah. back in 2011, back in college. Yeah. Um, it was weird at first because I, I did like the whole, you know, theater thing as a kid. It was like, eh, 
and then I, I tried it with D and D, and it it was weird to get into at first. But as I, you know, you get more experience, you get more used to it. And it's like, yeah, okay, all these different characters and ideas and such, I can roll with this, and it just basically snowballed from there. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you, you were a little because we seem to be every time we have a guest on, they're they're, either, they're falling into like two categories. Either they picked up at uni, or through the pandemic they played loads of fifth edition D and D and went, <laughs> I, I want to do this in real life. Uh, you, you, you. I know you picked up at uni, but you, twenty seventeen. That's relatively, that's relatively recent, just mm. compared to some of the other. I don't want to say old school LARPers, but some of the people we've had on is like that, you know, they, they did it years and years ago. And that's like the only way you could find it was for a uni, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like so for some people, it's a natural progression. Like uh, the older guards, the grognards, let's call them, uh, they, <laughs> you know, started with war gaming, which then evolved into TTRPGs, which then there was like the early LARPs, like Lorien Trust and such, which really kickstarted the whole thing. And it just basically progressed from there like 20 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah. So we we know you from Empire because that's the only it's the only lot we've done. Yeah. When did you when did you start in that system? Uh, that was actually this year. Uh, this was my very first year um, wow. of Empire. <laughs> nice, nice. So what what systems were you doing before? Is this your first like festival? Oh no. no. Um. So when when i did the pile up in 2017 to like 2018 mm -hmm. a few people there invited me to a festlarp system they go to which is curious pastimes which is yeah, i believe yeah. like yeah. the third biggest larp in the uk currently yeah and obviously very different from the vampire game because you had like 600 700 people on the field mm -hmm. At first, it was a little hard to get into, but it was really enjoyable again as the progression goes and you get more used to it. Because parlor larps, fest larps, there is a big night and day difference because you have so many different scales of larp um, yeah. all around the UK. Mm -hmm. um, so Curious Pastimes was like my main one, and I kept hearing about Empire at it because 2017. That was a few years after Odyssey ended. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there were people who did both, like my yeah. good mate Pixie, um, in yeah. Farushka, and, you know, he mentions, you know, potentially, I'm like, oh, see, I'm currently doing uni and my studies, and currently I'm just there, like, buried in books up to here. <laughs> um, and it's a lot, it's a lot of time and effort to, to, to split, because like for us like we we want to branch out we would like to we love empire we'd like to try some other systems yeah but definitely. it's a, but it's a big... pastimes join me yeah <laughs> well it's, it's it's definitely it's definitely one we've looked at you know because we've spoken to a few people that do like you said do both you know mm. um and i think i think we spoke to i'm sure it was curious pastimes the people we spoke to robin at like what's your game last year was, they, they were there pastimes, yeah, yeah that's that's right and so it, it looked great and the people there were just like basically like oh well we 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 crew curious pastimes but we play empire so you apparently there's like a, quite a a crossover of people like there is a large crossover on. it's it's why lorry and trust and curious pastimes usually don't run the same weekend as empire because uh, yeah They'd all be there. They'd all be yeah. missing your crew, you know, the, the, the no monsters for anyone to fight. And so, a lot of the players, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so when did you just start, uh, so the, the photography, is, is was that something so, you went to, like, uni for? Actually, no. So yeah. my, my education career is... Uh, um extensive um life is a journey my friend <laughs> legit uh, <laughs> so i finished school in 2010 uh -huh. um and 
through a combination of not a great time at school and just being a little crap that I was back in the school, I only came out of it with a science um, at like C and above. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was a case of, do I go into an apprenticeship and go straight into work or do mm-hmm. I try and be like, no, please give, give me the maths and the, and the English and all the other stuff so that I can do other jobs. Yeah, yeah. And... I basically spent two years extra in college. Um, during my first year, I did a media course. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Um, which I got a merit in, but one of the modules was photography. Yeah. Now, this was like a college back in 2011, so they didn't have like DSLRs or such. Those were still quite expensive at the time. It was just like one of these little little compacts, like Samsung cameras <laughs> with the 30 times electric zoom, <laughs> where the one pixel at the 30 times zoom is a potato. Um... <laughs> So I, I was interested. I did the course. I was like, oh, I enjoy this. And then just basically never touched another camera again um, until 2017. Again, 2017 is like a big year for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a very good YouTuber friend called Will who runs a channel called DA Games, like over a million subscribers. And he had an old camera that he didn't use anymore, just mm-hmm. in general, just gathering dust, which was a Canon 70D, which... Yeah. At the time, it was a half decent, like not yeah, top end, but mm-hmm. mid to high, like DSLR, um, which he was just he was downsizing because he was a moving house and he was just getting rid of a whole bunch of stuff. And he's like, "What am I going to do with this?" And I was just like, "I mean, if you're not going to use it, I'll take it." I did a bit of photography. He's like, yeah. "Yeah, sure." So just got handed like a at the time 700 quid camera plus like 150 quid lens because it was start. Nice. That's a good yeah. <laughs> so it was very much a luck on that stage but like again I I spent a bit of time in 2017 into 2018 just getting used to the photography like doing a whole bunch of test shots which are all on like my Flickr they're god awful but I keep them yeah. up as like a here's where I started. And here's where I've gone. Oh, it's all yeah. It's always good to yeah. it's always good to keep. It's, sometimes it's cringy because like I, I, every now and again I'll go. Even though we've only been doing like this podcast for a year, I'll go and I'll listen to a few minutes of the first one we did. Yeah. And be like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I, it's important to keep that there. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's there's like the thing with podcasts as well is you look and hear yourself and you go ooh because there's just that thing of like you some people. A lot of people just have this condition when they don't like seeing or hearing themselves, like when they're in like videos or streams and such. A while to get over that, doesn't it? Yes, it really does. (laughs) But when you start editing, you just you have then it's just hours of you just repeatedly hearing yourself, and you just like, like, "Mm." yeah, yeah, and then you just get used to it. Yeah, that's how I sound. Right. The first couple of times, you just kind of like crumple inwards like a can for a few minutes before you get back to the editing. Um, But going back to the photography section like i actually started doing proper photography at events in 2018 because i remember i was in a whole bunch of different larp groups mm-hmm. and there was one larp group which is you know the uk larp events um yes. uh-huh. you you may know yeah it. yeah yep. and there was a event uh called erda which um, at the minute i believe just doesn't run anymore okay um, okay which they were looking for potentially like a photographer and or just more crew. And I was like, yeah, me. <laughs> I, 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 I can crew, I can photograph, throw me in chief. And, you know, they, they brought me along. I got a lift there because transport. Hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
And essentially, when I got there, did a whole bunch of the photos. Again, very eh, photos because it was like my very first like proper event, getting used to like shooting people for the most part, and in you know day, night, rain, and yeah, such. So it was, learn, yeah. it was a lot of just different sections, different difficulties, quickly, quickly, quickly that you had to get used to. Yeah. And it it was just a natural evolution from there. Like, yeah. I just photographed a few more of those events, uh, posted up a bunch of the photos. Some people were like, well, these photos aren't too bad. Want to come photograph our LARP? And it just kind of, again, snowballed from there. But, it's, but it sounds like then you cut, like, as a photographer, you cut your teeth on LARP, you know? So it, it wasn't, yeah. it sounds like there wasn't a transition from doing wedding photography where everything's posed and and you're you're trying to ca- I, obviously you try and capture moments I of wedding photography but you would you never came in dare. To... <laughs> <laughs> I would never dare go into wedding photography that green in, yeah. in the time yeah it's 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 I think it's a good money maker for the for the photographers but yeah it's it's a it's just it's just hard work you know and it is just work you know I, I don't know how many people get it's it's just the it's just the bread breadwinner isn't it a breadwinner money maker should it i is, say you know it is definitely my <laughs> there's an expression there yeah. there is an expression there you've got the right elements um we'll, bread, we'll bread and butter that's it. what i'm trying to say there we yeah. go it's there it, it's people's it, bread it, butter. it is definitely the main um income support of photography because Bear in mind, there's so many different kinds of photography that, for the most part, you're not getting paid for it unless you are doing it for a publication or yeah. you, you know, are specifically selling the shots after the fact with a watermark like I do. It's mm-hmm. very much a, a lot of the time you are just doing it pro bono and if people like it, they might pay you for it. They might not. It's yeah. just the yeah. nature of it. Like, I never got paid for any of, like, my early shots and such because... <laughs> It was yeah. really green photography work. Yeah. Well, you got to do the reps first, right? You know, you got to do the reps yeah. before people will pay to come see you do the lifting, you know? A- absolutely. I mean, I, at the time, I'd done a little bit of photography as well with some charity work that I did with a group called Sentinel Squad UK, which are mm. a Star Wars cosplay group in the UK that raised money for charity. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. So there was a little bit of crossover with people at the time with them, and the two kind of, like, helped each other as the skills slowly grew um and taking it to like comic cons where i'd done a little bit of work at comic cons before i'd done the photography at like cosplay stages and such so i do like the odd photo for them or just attending a comic con and doing photography there because the thing i could say with photography the easiest way that you're going to get there is just practice 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 take as many shots as you can yeah. in all my different conditions because then it will just become second nature It'll be like okay this is dark so let's took it down to a 60th second it's got a bit of backlight so we'll kind of shift over here so we don't get just a black shadow with a light halo around it and yes it's just little things that you pick up the more and more you practice yeah, yeah little tips and tricks of the trade and everything and then I guess putting something like that into LARP because it, mm. it looks really difficult in LARP because obviously people are literally running around a field and swinging weapons. There's so many moving elements. I mean, is it quite a 
big difference doing that compared to like a Comic-Con or, or, or... Absolutely, absolutely. For Comic-Cons, um, for let's say when I was doing the cosplay, your stage photography, it would be, you know, the performer, the cosplayer would come out and they would, you know, do like a pose or a skit and... Yeah. It wouldn't be a case of you know having the settings at like five hundredth of a second because they're moving like super fast with weapons wailing on each other in a battle line to get a <laughs> perfect shot of a sword here and the other place going oh. It's, like... <laughs> it's it's one of those things that while the two are night and day, they do still have elements that cross over. I like the actual, you know, lighting situations because obviously you can have like um, when I did some of the Empire photography for the skirmishes, yeah. I did mine in the evening, so a lot of that comes into play with the low light photography because a lot of like cosplay stages weren't really well lit. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had like maybe a couple of like spinning like disco lights with various colors yeah, that went off, yeah. and like maybe one like actual white light up above them, which. Yeah, it's not the great. Best. <laughs> is is the best. I mean, I, I I guess in LARP you get that you get that more from a uh, model point of view. You're you're going to get something very much more organic because let's face it, like uh, people, most people don't know how to pose for photographs. Most people, when you say, okay, uh, th they see a photographer, they just do the school photograph, like like that <laughs> that type of thing. Um, which yeah, when we start, because that's kind of that's where we kind of got into. We came in through via cosplay, so we did the whole dressing up, going to going to conventions, meeting for meeting photographers, and you don't know how to pose. So there was times where our photographer friends were like trying to get those moments out of us, being like, mm. try and scream, try and try and. Oh yeah, one one of, our, one of our friends got me to scream. I was dressed as um Lagrather, so dressed as a Viking, and I was on a stage doing like a proper and, battle pose. Oh yeah, and, yeah, he was like, and this was just like, yeah, there's booths out there, and he was like, I want you to scream as loud as you can. This was just a convention, and people were just wandering around shopping, and then they just uh, had to <sighs> scream. The ball was great, but I was very embarrassed. <laughs> But in LARP, you're catching those, mo and people don't know they're being uh, photographed. That's that's mm -hmm. the big difference, yeah. right? Yeah, like, bearing in mind, my, my photography is a mix of completely candid and the occasional pose, because there will be people that will just kind of, like, immediately clock a photographer and go, oh, my moment has come. Oh, I, I clock and... you. I, I won't even lie. <laughs> I, 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 I know all your faces now, and I'll be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you always nudge me. You're like, there's a photographer there, and I'm always like, oh. <laughs> that, that came out as a really good shot, though, because it was, it was, I think it was Neil walking, walking along, and I just, I went and nudged it because we weren't doing anything. We were just waiting, looking at the enemy line, and I nudged you, and you just, you did, you went, what, like that? And then that shot actually came out quite well because it looked, looked like you furious. were like, yeah. <laughs> so how do you, like so, how, like how do you find those? moments because there's especially in like a festival lab because like curious mm. pastimes is you said like 800 people that's a lot of people and M empire is like thousands of people yeah like, we've hit like something silly like 3500 players as of like the end of this year which is redonkulous yeah how how do you how, like how do you find those moments and at the same time how do are you very much aware like the photographers in uh in on the field are you all very much aware of where each other are like are you or do you just like but you just go ah oh, i'm just gonna wander off here and see what happens 
so for me personally, I am the Wanderer. It's why I named my character Varric the Wanderer, because all I do is just go around, see what's happening. And bear in mind, my first actual Empire event, I didn't actually pick up the camera basically at all. Besides the Thursday, I went there to experience and play Empire for the first time. And then there was just so many moments where eh, not much is going on. Oh, that's a really cool moment over there. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that like there's always something happening especially at empire because with three thousand five hundred people there is always something happening oh, yeah. there's yeah. so many things whether they are like incidental crew have come in like doing for example like the um assault on senate that happened in the evening with um the marchers yep 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 <laughs> Um, where one of the egregores may have slightly carped it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but like, you get so many incidental moments like those. And then uh, what I try and do, especially in my photography, because a lot of people, when they see Asian Beast with photography, they go, that's thousands of photos. Because I try and get as many as possible. Yeah, yeah. Because... Um, do, hmm? do you feel the pressure of like having all those people there and especially when people know that you are taking photographs and people like sit on the forums being like oh, i can't wait for a photograph of me do you ever feel the pressure of just like oh i hope i hope i got everybody <laughs> so uh, bearing in mind trying to get a photo of every single person is impossible whether it is because there's 3,500 people just getting one shot of each person alone just of the players is more than i would probably take for an entire weekend of event yeah yeah it's it's a lot of people and you know there's also you know people some people cannot be photographed because of like reasons with work they don't want it to be you know seen and shared yeah, because yeah. of whatever reason That's um, fair enough. yeah you know i personally don't really photograph kids unless I have permission of like the parents and such because for example I've done some work in the USA as a camp counselor and also a photographer mm -hmm. um so I'm I'd like to think I'm on it when it comes to safeguarding kids because yeah yeah it's very important yeah absolutely um and you know there's going to be so many photos here like oh I'll take the shot of that that's really cool you check it like in the tent at like 12 at midnight later it's like check it check it check it you focus on the background. <laughs> Do you ever have um, anybody come up to you and tip you off for like certain events that are happening? Like if there's maybe a wedding or something happening and if so, do you, do you like that when people, you know, give you a little tip that something's about to happen? I, I personally love it when people tip me off because yes, I may not, be able to get to it but if i see another photographer i can let them know because yeah. at the end of the day people want to get shots of their cool moments because yeah. a lot of its publicity and a lot of people's really good fondness of it is to look back at the event and look back at the moments of awesome things that have happened whether you know for posterity for if like their character dies later in the event they could go this is the last really cool thing my character did before the skirmish yeah, that i died point. yeah um or just like they really like some people just love documenting their LARP journey over the years and just want to have every single photo of them ever i know a few people like that 
Yeah, because it is it is an actual event, a bit like a, a bit like a wedding, where it's not it's not just like oh yeah, I'm I'm playing a video game and I can just fire up and play through it again. It's like somebody might have like spent a lot of money on that bit of kit. They did that yeah. bit of storyline, and that character's dead, and now the, the the kit is gone forever, and the photo is the only relic they have of that moment. Absolutely. Like going back to the original question, like I the, being able to hear about these moments that oh, Dawn and Marchers are going to go and have a big raucous in like twenty minutes because they're going to have a fight over a bridge somewhere. Lamel, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not like, just some bridge, okay? Let's just get that yeah. straight. I, I don't get me wrong, I know that. It's, it's like, <laughs> the first time hearing it, like, they're going to go fight over a, a bridge. Okay. And then just like going and photographing the tournament for the first time back at like E2. It's just hearing about that. I would never have gone to Dawn to photograph it had I not been tipped off. And that's mm -hmm. great because it means that is clearly documented because i would consider myself a documentary photographer because mm -hmm. it's why i take so many of them because i want to explore as much of the the game the town the actual essentially feeling of the event yeah it's it's why again i take thousands is because yeah there'll be a, a picture of someone just sat at a tent just like having a sip of a coffee or something yeah it's telling a story right so you're telling a story through Hmm. And again, as we were saying earlier, with like the whole three thousand five hundred people plus on the field, it might be the only photo of that person at Empire. Whether that event, that season, twenty twenty two, or ever, yeah. I had someone in my messages um, mm -hmm. after E three mm -hmm. who thanked me for having the only picture of him at Empire. <laughs> Ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> that does that does I can see that happening though, you know? And it's it, it puts a, a pressure on one side, it puts a pressure on it's like that person needs more photos. <laughs> At which point like I need to I want to go and get more of people that deserve everyone deserves good photos. That's my mantra. Yeah. Yeah. Every single person deserves good photos because they put the time, the effort and their soul into their characters and their game mm -hmm. yeah some people go there to just go and have a drink and just socialize with mates they haven't seen in ages or only see on the lark field yeah but it do all deserves to be documented yeah <laughs> yeah it does do, do you think i mean do, do you think do you think maybe you could basically say to people like if if you the more you throw yourself into the game the more likely you are going to be photographed yeah you, you'll probably get there's going to be candid photos of Here's some people sitting down drinking tea, but if you're if, if you're constantly kicking up the dust all weekend, it's probably so, quite likely you're going to get shot. You know? Yeah, I mean that's that's the other side as well is that there are some people that seem to always end up in the photos because they are there doing the thing, which absolutely fair. If you are taking the time to interact with the game, the plot, and always being where the action is yeah. there is always going to be at least one or two togs there who are going to be taking photos of that moment it's like when like the egregores for example open up the um sentinel gate for the battles oh, yeah. every single one of them gets loads of shots loads there of shots. Oh, yeah. yeah you know whether grud is throwing another human head in or whatever or like 
Um, it's one of my favorite parts about going out to battle at, at Anvil is that moment where they all. I mean, we, we had on the Sunday last time because there was like seven mm. nations all at once. It seven took a nations while. versus three. <laughs> <laughs> it took a, it took a while to get through all the like we were getting hyped up and then the next the next aggregate would come up but it is still one of my favorite moments then when they're doing their they're doing their thing <laughs> do you feel as well that with um something like larp something that doesn't mm. that always looks a wee bit cheesy if it's actually filmed but in photographs it's so beautiful do you feel that See, you have a bit of a duty there to really show off how wonderful it actually is through photographs See, that's the thing. It can be wonderful in video. I've seen it done with um, Slender Pictures, who does video for Curious Pastimes. Mm -hmm. okay. There are some great trailers of Curious Pastimes that he has made. And yeah, there'll be people that will consider it cringy because it's two waves essentially attacking each other with foam swords, screaming strike down or strength or whatever. <laughs> but they are both equally as important, I feel. Empire... For me personally, I think Empire could potentially try videography to get like some trailers and such, because there's so much beautiful stuff that could be videos. The various, like, you know, set dressing of all the tents that are around oh, the actual yeah. <laughs> town itself. Some of the beautiful kit that we see from people as they walk around, like the actual Sentinel Gate with just people thundering through at high speed, ready to kick a Grendel on the other side. It's mm -hmm. there's, there's so much that could be done. On the photography side, there is a lot of photographers at Empire. I think I counted, uh, let's see, plus player photographers like myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I counted about 30, just like different names in the photo forum over mm -hmm. the year. Yeah. That, whether they only did it for like one event or yeah. all four. Yeah. There is a wide breadth of content, knowledge, and visceral showing of the game through yeah. the photographs mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong they are absolutely important i mean i, I wouldn't be here if photography wasn't yeah. important yeah. <laughs> it's an important part of the game but i think i know absolutely. what you're trying to say the the, the the video brings another another side to it it doesn't doesn't yeah. it doesn't it doesn't uh supersede it doesn't trounce the the, the photographs yeah. but it's it like for us as well and when you go mm, i wonder what this empire thing's like you see the photographs the photographs are amazing and you see people talking about it on the forums people have done youtube videos and podcasts that's great but because they because of their uh because of their um conditions right you can't you, you, mm. you can't film so trying to get a sense of what it would be like going there for the weekend is yeah. is tricky when there's no video you're very much going in blind without the video showing the, the life, for example. Like, if there was, like, for example, one of the, like, favorite uh, trailer images I ever saw was, like, a picture of, like, a massive build from Curious Pastimes, like a big, long arms, like, fey creature with claws and such, mm -hmm. just going through lines. Um, like, if I had seen, like, a war rhino coming out of smoke with just like a massive horde of orcs on either side i'd be like i want in get me in there yeah. now need in <laughs> that yeah. is amazing yeah yeah because you, you went to a few different larps before empire we like the empire was our first one and i've got to admit like it wasn't it wasn't what i expected in the best way possible 
mm. you know i thought it was going to be a little bit more like oh what what is this going to be like you know these people are vouching for it but yeah. is it going to be super cringe is it going is it going to be a, a a field full of full of idiot drunken idiots you know and and what, wanting to win the the i'm actually proud or something you know trying to like tell me i'm playing wrong and it's not <laughs> like that whatsoever not at all but you can't get that from from just <laughs> from just the, the photographs so um so what's what what's the difference between the uh what you can do photography wise with like empire and another big system like curious pastimes is there a big difference between them or do they all tend to follow the same sort of guidelines some of them share quite similar guidelines like you can't photograph here unless you are specifically you know crew members some of them um is very similar like you can have player photographers of both empire and curious pastimes um so long as you know you follow certain rules like don't just be like in the face like you know be somewhat discreet and try, don't ruin people's game um like try not to ask or do do not ask for post photos because you know that's then impacting the game and yeah. is very disruptive um like there are quite a few similarities like there's some differences like um in curious pastimes unless you are on the crew photography side uh you cannot take photos on the battlefields or the skirmishes and such mm -hmm. uh whereas with empire you can like liaise with tom garner um who's like the head photographer on the media team who can then like throw out some red and black um uh, tabards which you can then go and spend some time doing photos like that's a really cool idea that is cool. that's, yeah. that is good yeah <laughs> um which is how like player photographers like myself are able to get you know photos of the skirmishes and the actual like mm -hmm. things that go on beyond the sentinel gate and that's another cool thing as well is with empire um with that system is also really easy to get photos of the skirmish crew who don't generally get that many photos they've said um because i stayed That's i went point, for the central yeah. gate um at my e2 i believe mm -hmm. um at the eight o'clock to 20 past nine slot mm -hmm. went out with the actual players um off into the woods there was a whole role play slash potential combat encounter with you know prisoners and like a trial going on and such mm -hmm. um and then while that's going on take about 200 photos of that and then run essentially diagonally across the wooded cops area to the main mm -hmm. field where there is a bunch of Jotun getting absolutely ruffle stomped by dawn and like varushka yeah um but <laughs> I would then do is stay with the skirmish crew so I can get the players, you know, coming out of the Sentinel Gate and get the crew as they're like getting in and ready. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the crew, like, as I was saying earlier, everyone deserves a good photo. Crew were saying that we don't really get photographers staying out here and such with us. They normally stick only with the players. Yeah, they kind of photograph us being uh, getting our asses kicked and then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all through the gate and they're just like Whoa, we've been left by everybody even the photographers yeah and I, I try and make sure that all the crew got you know good photos of themselves and their kit because they are equally as important as players because without the crew you can't really have any skirmishes yeah. <laughs> unless you know you go into like one of the other like 
LARP things where some players come in and crew for a set time as like yeah. um slots, like monster slots. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually I'm actually quite interested in that in that part of the game. Have you ever mm. done Have you ever done anything from the crew perspective? Either oh, absolutely. Either for the photography or or non photography. Yeah. So um, Erda, I was specifically a um, um, monster photographer that would just be essentially just this NPC wandering around taking photos. Uh, yeah, um, that's cool. If it looks like the players are getting absolutely trounced by an encounter, I can then you know put the camera down, and jump in, and help out and such. But <laughs> primarily, cool. <laughs> uh, primarily there for you know photography, and or if the monster crew do need bodies on like a specific thing, whether it's at night where I can't do photos of pitch black in the woods, or if they really need like combat spots for a specific encounter that might not be photogenic, um, I can then jump in on with them. Uh, the next LARP I did after Erda um, was a event called Nearest for the Wicked, which is a uh, rogue trader LARP. Okay. Uh, that one I only really got to experience because there was a event in England, because it's normally in Scotland, uh-huh. um, which was like essentially just over the hill from where I am nice. and got invited by a friend that I'd met at Erda went and did that that was me basically as a, a photo servitor that was that was great times yeah um and it, it was great as well because like with the crew side of the photography there's a lot of things obviously that aren't seen like being able to photograph the crew room where you can see yeah. all the weapons laid out the racks of clothing masks items mm. that are related to the plot just piles of currency and such just little things that don't usually get photographed that much up yeah, and that's that's important, right? Because, like you said, like we need in these games, we need crew, and I and I, and I can imagine, like from what I'm hearing from uh, from PD, it sounds like the the that game specifically is like exploding in popularity, and there's so many people coming, and therefore I think that's a sign the hobby is 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 gonna go through this wave, and then there's gonna be demand for more. Uh, more events uh, you know because yeah. already i'm because we haven't been to a player event yet um and we haven't been to any other larp like things like i larp or anything like that we haven't been to yet and you kind of have a look at them and you're, they're just like selling out within within minutes days. And you're like yeah and you're like well <laughs> you're just like if, if more and more people come to this hobby like we're gonna need people to like one Please, run sir. larps <laughs> can we have more larp yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly i mean let's face face it like do you not think that like honestly if, if pd like bought a uh got a new site and they were just like mm. yeah we're gonna run uh t 10 events a year i'm pretty sure every event would be full right i'm i'm pretty confident <laughs> you know and if there was a player event every weekend i'm pretty sure there'll be people out of them the, the only problem with them on that side is because as someone who has run like cosplay um like stages and such logistics can be a nightmare for stuff like that like oh, yeah sometimes crews get run ragged with just like a small stage then you kind of like expand that to like a site-wide thing where you have to the plan all the stuff that the monsters are doing over here all the yeah. plot that's going on over here the logistics yeah. of where everyone's camped and such is like oh. yeah yeah so <laughs> makes my head spin <laughs> yeah so like actually yeah showing showing what it's like to go and crew and try and making that because the, the, obviously there's only certain numbers of people that can that can that can crew but 
uh, it, it's, it's a good idea to start making it accessible now so people can go, oh, you know, because that's, that's something that I would like if, if they got to the stage where it was just like, right, you, you know, you can only, there's not enough room basically to be a player at every, every event, but you can come and crew for crew for this one because uh, mm. we need we need crew i'd i'd be i'd be ter- i know people do that anyway you know i know people like we were saying earlier like crew for careers past times play empire and vice versa uh yeah but if they, they kind of made it's, it'd be good if they like made that very clear and accessible to be like because i i i'm i'd be interested in getting like a, a ref on here and things like that because i have no idea how you go right okay uh can i come a monster or can i come and uh, can I come and learn how to be a ref? I don't even know mm-hmm. like whether the because obviously there's different rules and different systems. I don't know whether the people are just like, oh, I, I I ref all these systems, or whether you have to do a certain thing to ref in ref in another system. You know, refing in any system can be a challenge because obviously there is the plot refs who go and make sure the encounters running as intended making sure the monsters have all the information that they would know if a, a player was to ask them like an obscure question mm-hmm. you have the rules refs who are then like what does this power do for one you're asked for 10 seconds it's fine um <laughs> you've, got, you've got like the refs who are there to make sure like the crew are okay making yeah. sure they're you know like respawning in the right place or yeah. if yeah. they're in like massive monster builds like the um uh i i don't know what its name actually is like the navar heart monster with like the big crab claws and such um uh mm, oh no i can't remember was was that was that the one they fought did did we see one of those at e3 yes is that right yeah 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 we we didn't go it was one of the skirmishes wasn't it we Mm -hmm. we never went on that one and i'm gutted we didn't go on that one did you did you photograph that one Uh, I did indeed. Oh, it's man, in my yeah. album. Was from that one, or yeah. just incredible. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. So yeah, you, so your yeah would have been your photos that I saw of it then, and I was like, oh, man, I wish we'd gone on that because <laughs> that looked it like was so really fun. cool. Um, but like they would have a ref literally stand next to them, making sure that you know if blows from like you know cleaves and impales from the players, they were making sure to note you know hits on the armor before it eventually cracks, so that they can actually stab um through and kill it oh, or yeah. checking to make sure the monster inside isn't you know dying um <laughs> from being like just packaged by like Bald, yeah 30 people around it with long weapons like yeah the the, the monsters because i've actually because when, when i hear about the monsters and i'm like how does that work because that's all i think i think I, if everyone just like gangs up i mean that that can't be a great experience of the person playing the monster <laughs> Because uh, the what the only monster that we faced was the was the endless stalker the endless endless stalker yeah endless, endless stalker, stalker. <laughs> um, and it was pitch black and we got our asses kicked so there was no gang up on that thing it was basically just a ah run away from it type, type <laughs> deal but I've always wondered that of like because how how on earth cause I'm assuming do they have like several refs around them then do they and to, to count hits. I would say that would depend on like the actual build. So, for example, the the creature with the pincer claws had only one ref because it was just one person inside the suit. It was just a massive bulky suit with the actual like you know ma- bigger arms with the pincers that it could just casually call like clean with every hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas, like for something like a war rhino, I, which I haven't seen in play yet, I would assume there is at least two, maybe three refs on it. Um, maybe even inside, just double checking how it's progressing in terms of like you know the battle, because they all have like radios, they can communicate how the players are doing and such. 
I don't know because obviously I'm not um, on the ref team for, <laughs> um, but that's how I would think it would be run in a logistics yeah. way. Yeah, because I cause just I'm just asking because like you, you mm. must get like a like a different you, you literally get a different perspective being mm. I, I'm got my photographer hat on and I'm like you you're not seeing what the players are seeing because that's basically like, the players yeah. don't see the photographers and imagine the monsters don't see the photographers either so you're seeing it from like outside. Oh yeah, I mean, I I definitely try and be as inconspicuous as possible. Sometimes it can be a bit hard when it's just like the massive open field where the main fight is happening here. I'm like, I kind of have to get closer to get some of the shots, but without running into like a formation, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some um, of them are impressive. Some some of like some of your shots are impressive because it's just like, how, how did you get how did you get that angle? I think <laughs> I think there was the the ones you took of the the Brock's toll on E two. Um, mm. Some of my favorite favorite sh like action shots of, of of me doing, and I was just like, I was like, what angle has he taken that? <laughs> Where was he? <laughs> like, were you in the glory square, like lying down? Like what? what? I mean, yeah, that... it must be difficult. It's, it's like especially the big battles where there's just like acres between. The, the front line and where the photographer must be standing <laughs> get shot. I mean, for me, I basically only have two lenses that I ever take to LARP, one of which is like a 50 millimeter lens, which is for like, you know, nighttime low light stuff and or like the really clear, concise portraits. Yeah. Normally on my camera, the one that you've seen me with, which is just the massive honking white lens yeah. um, is <laughs> the 28 to 300, which is you know really great for you know okay i'm just gonna take a quick shot just while i'm sat down over here and back yeah. and like 300 millimeters is a fair distance for yeah. the actual shots like if for reference if i was in the glory square i could shoot from end to end and get maybe like three of the main flags in oh in, nice. like, yeah. in the frame like rule of yeah. thirds mm -hmm. nice okay yeah um so it's it's a case of knowing where to position yourself in relation to the actual like lens distance that you're working with mm -hmm. so i oftentimes find myself running around i'll take a few shots of them at 300 millimeters where they're having you know the big you know wall versus wall or you know through the monster's line of like the panic on the players faces when they are seeing you know a massive wedge coming into them as they're like trying to do a ritual in the middle or i'll go to something like 100 meters getting a bit closer kind of like just behind the monster line but not in it so i'm not you know mm. tripping over anyone if they're going to do like a a big charge or anything yeah just so that i can you know kind of like tilt it so it's the actual side on wall versus wall section like like that mm-hmm a lot of the cases, pretty much just remembering what distance looks like and then positioning yourself around that. Yeah, yeah. Little things that you pick up just, again, from practice. Yeah. Can, can you take advantage of the... I'm assuming you all do take advantage, because I know I know for me, like, if, if you're doing combat, you <laughs> do this tunnel vision thing. Like, you, when you when you do that recall of what happened, like, all... Especially the refs, the refs disappear from your memory completely. You know, like, yeah. it's not... You don't think back, oh... This happened at that moment in the battle, and you can't remember a ref standing there, but there was obviously one stood there. I mean, I'm assuming you you take a full advantage of that and be like, well, they're focused on what's happening in front of them. I could just stand here and just and just snap away, and it's not going to break immersion at all. Yeah, the, the it's very different from a player versus like the actual 
photographer perspective of that situation, as you say, because as a photographer, I have the ability to essentially interweave myself amongst the players or yeah. like the, the crew and take shots from there. Yeah. And, you know, take a few cheeky shots of like the refs and such. So they also get photos of them while they're yeah. doing their work. And then I'll be able to essentially just see, okay, so that, person over there the big orc that everyone knows as connor was giving orders okay so he's about to basically cause them to okay so if i run around this side i can get them as they're running around towards me to then charge into the players awesome the the, the only metagaming that's allowed is done by the photographers <laughs> <laughs> i love it I mean, to be fair, if I was a player in that situation, um, I'm always hypervigilant when I'm just by my nature. Um, it's a virtue, yeah. <laughs> it's very much a virtue. <laughs> um, it's like whenever I, I always laugh when I get given like a virtue card when I've been like, hello, um, sanctioned. It's like, oh, you are vigilant to every threat around you. I do that already. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, even if I, and even if I wasn't, this paper... This roleplay effect wouldn't help my actual <laughs> V as a player either. Because <laughs> uh, uh, for me, I, I always, you know, I'm always on the lookout because of the photography side, I think as well has trained me for that whole looking for opportunities, mm -hmm. which absolutely helps in that, okay, so there's some orcs pushing on the left side. We've got a big line they're holding over there. It's kind of like the... Um, I call it Overwatch. I don't know if there's like another name for it and such where I always try and keep my hand on the swivel just to see what the situation is like. If I need to go reinforce that over there to make sure we have a retreat or yes. to potentially, you know, go and, oh, there's a few orcs hiding in the bush over there. I'll just send a couple people over there to distract them while I have like me and like three others go and shiv them in the back. Yeah. Um, just so that they don't have their scout forces to report back to the line that's clearly just on the other side of there because I can see their spears waving. Yeah. Um, yeah. it it's it's a really helpful skill in both the playing and the photography because there is that element of tunnel vision mm. where you can only recall certain things. Oh yeah, and it just helps in general. I find that you can at least keep most people alive as they are sprinting for their lives back to the <laughs> gate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Because some, some people, I mean, people do f seem to forget they're playing a game sometimes. Like, they, they, it's because it is. It's a, it's it, it, when we're talking about the combat. It's um, yeah. It's, well, maybe sometimes not. Even in the combat, sometimes in in like intense role play. Yeah, sometimes people just they get caught up in it. It happens in in battle all the time, and and it's it's yeah. it's not like you know what actual real war is is a horrific thing and it, it it's a obviously mm. it's um it's something not to be made light of but that's probably it's probably as close as you're going to get to experiencing what it 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 would be like in those moments because you do you get panicked and you get you get tunnel like, and you, you start have... hyper focusing on one thing you're like oh, oh they panic there's there's some orcs yeah. in the trees and you're like look just, just look around you yeah. take a breath it's the fine. adrenaline the adrenaline very much hits at certain points like usually for me the adrenaline hits when we're doing the full retreat after we've either completed or failed the objectives because we're trying to get as many people back through the gate as possible but you know we're being hounded by a bunch of druge off into the left and we've got like some that are kind of like just doing a little few stabby stabs on the right who are just oh, trying yeah. to knock people down to then draw more people to heal them so they can then as a force shank them yeah yeah 
that's an interesting dynamic with the the sentinel gate all right here's his question in so curious pastimes mm-hmm. do, do they do they have something similar to this sentinel gate or is that is it completely is that completely unique to the empire system so that is uh well i say unique to the empire system if, yeah. like, there, there are some like other larps out there like i believe there's like stargate larp where there is but, like you know the yeah. safe zone where the humans are and then they go yeah. through at which point yeah oh boy yeah um whereas in like curious pastimes i to, to my personal preference, I prefer this over Empire, which mm-hmm. is the areas that we go to in Curious Pastimes, we are going as a war host. Mm-hmm. So we are essentially a mass of tents in a place that we are at war. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. it's not like Anvil, which is a safe town. There yeah. is, you know, you've got, like, for example, camp attacks that will happen to every faction. Oh wow, yeah, okay. That sounds quite cool actually. <laughs> it does sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it sounds uh, cool. You could you could be you could be sat down cooking yourself a nice fry up, at which point you'll hear rally, 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 and you just gotta like, look over and there's just a horde of beastkin coming around the corner looking to end everyone in your glade. Oh that's that's cool. That's different. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Because yeah. the Sentinel Gate's weird, isn't it? Because it's like it's 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 good because it sends you everywhere, but Mm. It you know it it bottlenoses <laughs> a, a, an arm an army completely so you just I mean, roll bottlenose out. It, there is mean... there is the occasional I I say town attack on Anvil, but it's really usually dealt with really quickly. I remember there was a situation that I wasn't there for, but I remember seeing some of the photos I believe from Facey, mm-hmm. uh, where there was um it was either concord or the or senate uh-huh. where there was a bunch of people standing around where some kind of portal opened and some essentially eaten bodies were thrown through at which point a bunch of shark people appeared and started attacking like through a portal however <laughs> shark people <laughs> yep yeah, I heard something about shark people. That it, what is it? E four or something? Something something happened with shark people. Like, it was E three or E four. I yeah. I don't actually remember which one. Um, uh, but the 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 other downside. I say downside. Like it was like there was forewarning that there was going to be something happening because mm. of I believe a ritual that had taken place. Uh, okay. so there was like three hundred people standing guard, ready yeah. if something did happen. So you have like I think like twenty thirty shark men just come in like ah at which point there's just an, an army just yeah yeah and it's like oh they're dead now yeah <laughs> oh we, they're we... very oh that was still twitching okay now yeah. they're all dead and it, it's hard not to compare it to the Stargate because it is a Stargate and that's how they deal with it in Stargate like they go oh an enemy's coming through the Stargate and they just go all right we nope. all either just <laughs> gang up on them or they just they, eventually they have like the thing that shuts right the iris thing that just yeah just shuts and just goes oh well they can't get through haha sucks to be you, <laughs> you just, I know well, can you imagine if we like if we made something like that and you just hear the you just hear the thud 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 that that's <laughs> that's them just being splatted <laughs> or just put a pit or something i don't know like a grinding pit or something like that in front of oh my God. <laughs> i'll tell you what it was it was cr- like honestly I, I don't know how it would ever be invaded through the sentinel gate especially when we came through on at e4 when we were possessed <laughs> they, they showed us no mercy whatsoever there was like a, there was like a hundred imperials <laughs> 
I know there's a hundred <laughs> Imperials. There's like two of us walking through, and the, I, I didn't even because like, you came through and screamed, and there was like one person in front of you, Robin. Mm. And then I came through, and I was I didn't even get to do a, a role play effect at all. I just got everyone just went, "Ah, oh, get him!" Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> get him! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, oh, Johnny. Yeah, I, I mean, I was possessed, but I was just I found it hilarious that they were just like, <laughs> no, no quarter. Just I got my shield shattered. They were just like, don't shatter the shield, right? Get him, drag him off, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> awesome. Do, do you guys want to have a little, um, little two, three minute break? Uh, go toilet, grab drinks. All right. Awesome. I'm all good. Yeah. Right. We'll be back. In... Grab a drink. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, go sure. grab a drink. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's it... the thing. I've had a lot of people. I've been like, yeah, they sent me through an image, and they've sent me through, but they've clearly they've downloaded it from Facebook, and then they saved it and sent it to me, and I'm like. Do you have the photographer's original link? <laughs> yeah. Because it's yeah. Just, that, I don't good... want to do any harm to these photos. Yeah, that's a yeah, good absolutely. point. To, yeah, it's a good point to jump back in, actually, because uh, to, to talk about this, because I want to ask you about this. So, like, you, mm. you mentioned, um, you mentioned, like, cosplay before and uh, going to conventions, and that's kind of, that's kind of what we did a lot of, and in you'll know this like in the in the cosplay scene like there's no cosplay without photography right so you go there and there's there's almost as many photographers well, in, I, especially in a cosplay situation i i, uh, I kind of disagree a little with that sentiment of the there would be no cosplay without photography i mean people will still absolutely enjoy dressing up as either oh, yeah. their, their characters mm -hmm. or fiction and such yeah photography is just i think that cherry on top especially yeah. with something like larp yeah um, yeah because a lot of people assume photographers are you know part and parcel of the larp experience they're absolutely yeah. not yeah yeah I, I i what i mean is like so if you have like you know if you've got you've got a cosplayer or you've got a cosplay mm -hmm. group they're going to go to the convention they are most definitely i know we've said people do want photos of their larp character but one of their one of the cosplayers they will still enjoy it but a lot of uh, cosplayers are definitely when we were doing it were like we, we we had friend close friends who were photographers that we we knew their work and there was there were times we literally went to a convention and we had our photographer with us you know we literally drove, drove them down that 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 happens a lot however in larp you know it's like we're going for the game and then oh great there's photos after the fact i kind of wanted to ask you like do, do you find there's a there's a difference we were talking about like people like people's permissions and downloading downloading photographs when in cosplay like we knew our photographers, we knew their social media handers, we knew that mm. they, you know, that they, they uh, it's it's art for them, you know, and it's their it's their it's their work. So we were always very careful to be like, this is how you credit your photographer. This is how you ask ask. You know, you don't just edit a photograph. Is that something you struggle with a little bit with LARP when you're taking pictures of just thousands of people, and then going here's some photographs, <laughs> and then people are like you know just putting just chopping them up and <laughs> and, and editing them, and you're like oh no. <laughs> oh boy, I have a lot to say on this. Um, <laughs> That's why I wanted to ask you, yeah. <laughs> so I know it's a big thing in cos. I know it's a massive thing in cosplay, and it's interesting coming to LARP, um, and you you're basically doing the same thing. You're you're photographing people in in costume um mm. but it's 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 an issue that doesn't seem to be talked about as much yeah it's it's one of those things that a lot of people either just don't know or to be callous some just don't care yeah um because as said they see it as part of the lab experience so why should they i mean yeah. it's part it, it's part of the game after all mm -hmm. 
Um, with like photography work, I in that message that I just sent to Robin with all the pictures, I haven't got all the links for each of the photographers. I will go back and get them for you. Um, but there is, a, I whenever I, for example, get a um, a picture of me that I really like, which is rare because forever dm forever photographer you know there's always those kinds of like positions yeah yeah um a lot a lot of the time people don't photograph the photographer which is one of those things yeah. that yeah it happens and that's fair but i always make sure to credit whenever i put up like a new picture like taken by oliver facey with either like a selection or if it's my new profile picture cover photo um my current profile picture is from green cloaks uh where they had like their own in-house photographer for the site mm -hmm. uh studio 13 um and i made sure to you know throw some change their way get the actual like photos like on watermark and such mm. because i respect their work but i'll still tag them because yeah. they are the original creator it is their work yes. a lot of people actually don't know if you put up a photographer's picture without crediting them, that is technically illegal. Yeah, yeah. In the copyright. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. again like like it's what Oliver was saying. It's, it's something that um coming into LARP, we because we again had some very close photography friends within cosplay and had to hear their side of everything. It was just the case of you know photographers they should be credited but also permission should be asked and that's why i always am like you know if i'm going to put a an image on a thumbnail or something it's like no we need their permission because this is their art and their livelihood as well and they deserve that credit as well yeah absolutely i mean it's also just like the bare minimum courtesy in all honesty <laughs> like if you're going to like take someone's work, the least that you can do is just say this photo was taken by this person. Here is their link if they're not on Facebook or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because I have seen photos of my own taking from other LARPs where they put them up, no credit, no, you know, they cropped out the watermark, which oh, that, that <laughs> hurts me. <Yeah. laughs> oh, that hurts me. <laughs> um, and you get people in the like comments like, oh, this is a cool picture. Where'd you get it from? Oh, just this event. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's one of those things that is just it's just downright disrespectful in yeah. honesty to not even have the, the actual credit of the artist who has spent thousands on gear, thousands of hours on their time learning the tricks and the trade to do this for you and yeah not all the photographers and such ask for money some of us do and such mm -hmm. if you want like them on watermarked or whatever yeah. but come on yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah you're not asking a lot yeah that's the thing yeah that's the I thing mean, it, it, and it's a two-way street as well because you know I, I see all you you know all of you photographers uh, at, at empire you're all very good at saying here's the album any takedown requests you know like you say so you know I don't, yeah. I don't know what the policy actually is because obviously when you go to like a comic-con you you mm. are you know you you you're at their event so they they pretty much own you know technically they would own all the 
copyright the, the photo- for yeah them. the yeah. photographs and things like that but also you're like and then even walking into the convention you're in a public place it's so, one of those it's one of those unwritten rules almost to an extent especially yeah. with the cosplay side of things because yes you are basically giving the license to use those photos for the event because you've taken them at a not public but private event because yeah. they have leased the area that the event is taking place therefore it is no longer public which means that the whole you know people who want their photo taken down can absolutely request that yes because yeah. Yeah, you know, if there's a person who is, let's say, for example, random case scenario, they're in the military, don't want their photo, you know, taken for like privacy reasons and such. If they're out on the streets in public randomly, you can, though, if they ask you to take it down, it's just considered polite courtesy. Of course, yeah, yeah. Whereas if it's a private event, absolutely, you are beholden as the photographer to be like, okay, I must take that down immediately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I mean by it's a two-way. So if, if people mm. understand that they've got the right to ask you to take the photo down, they should also understand that, yeah, it's not it's not just a given that someone's taking a photograph of you and just, yeah, just like you said, it's not, it's not as if we're asking to go, oh, yeah, <laughs> pay me 50 quid for what this one shot. It's like, just, just if you're going to put it on your profile picture, just say... Hey, this person took it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and on on the note of watermarks and such, it absolutely like depends. Like my, I've had a bit of a journey in terms of like my watermarking. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't watermark them like at all. Like my earliest love albums, no watermarking whatsoever. Quite a few of them just got nabbed, uploaded, no credit, no nothing, and that was like. Mm. <laughs> So trialed adding a watermark um, that was in essentially the bottom left corner. And for a while that worked. Yeah, there'd be the old crop and such, but, you know, they're usually okay with like the tagging. But then you get to some of the bigger events. And obviously with bigger events, below 100 people, I'd say it's, you know, you can see who's uploading from the actual event, if they're and such. But when you get into the hun- the higher hundreds and thousands of people, yeah, there are going to be so many people that you cannot or will not be able to interact with, even on just a simple time scale that will just be like yeah. and nab and nab and nab and crop and crop and crop and crop yeah. and oh yeah, I'll take all these all these uh, photos, put it into a Discord with a lot of random people who then all take it and they have no idea where it came from <laughs> and, yep. it's, and it's everywhere. Yep, or people that would just poke their friends with the um, actual album link and not the um, like text sprawl that each photographer gives as part of it. Yes. So going into, if I may, my own like essentially process. Definitely go for it. Um, so whenever I put up an album, it's kind of like changed, mutated, and wrapped around itself over the years, but it's yeah. essentially come down to... Here is the album or albums, if it's like a, a large amount of on a multi-day. They are all watermarked, whether it's in the corner or across the middle, which I'll explain a little bit after. Yeah. Yeah. Um essentially, don't crop out like, you know, the watermarks and such, please, if you can. Don't use any fancy software to get rid of them. Yeah. You are welcome to nab them um with the watermark on for absolutely free. Absolutely welcome to. Uh, there are some rules. Um, PM me, you know, take down requests. You're welcome to use them. Just make sure you credit me. Um, 
only tag yourself or people that you know are cool with photos of them being shared. Yes. Again, base, basic courtesies yeah. and basic such. Stuff, yeah. Um, with mine, you can edit them with like filters and memes and such, but nothing that intrudes on their privacy, safety, or makes me look like an ass with like mm. some of the edits because there's some spicy memes out there. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you want to pay me, here's how you can pay me. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. yeah. Just stuff like that. It's basic and... stuff, and the thing is, a lot of this stuff people don't. I, I, honestly, yeah, some people are just you know cheeky, but a lot of people just don't. They don't seem to know. You know, they don't seem to know that it's just it's a thing. Or they just don't bother reading and go straight into the album. Yeah, and they just go, oh, Which... look, there's a picture of there's a picture of me. You know, on on this thing. Yeah, I I, I call it um, initial froth, where they just immediately skip past and go, oh, album died, boom, and straight in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pictures. <laughs> I wasn't yep. girl either. I kind of go, yay, call them. And then I, I look through them all and then I go back and read the text because I'm just like, yay, photographs. <laughs> and it's that sort of froth, you know? And <laughs> some, people, some people just don't go back and read the text. They just go, okay, yeah, no, that's fine, all good. Yeah. And then they'll, you know, tag people that didn't want to be tagged or can't be tagged because of work and such. Yeah. It's like... Yes. It's it's difficult. Like it's uh, we like I I found it. We found it difficult just doing like doing this because obviously we, we've got you know we've had people on the podcast and we've done videos and we've made shorts and things like that. And I've I've we've like you know requested photographs. Like, oh, have you got any lot photos of yourself? That's great. And people have literally sent us like a load of photos and like oh like who who took these? And they're like oh oh I don't some I don't guy know. some person. <laughs> and you're, you're yeah. like, oh. and that well I mean I actually had a um a comment on YouTube today i'll be transparent i had a comment on youtube today from another podcast we did and they went oh you've mi- you've missed a credit from this person and i credited like i've got like 17 people <laughs> credited uh yeah because literally they sent me photographs and i was just like oh who took them and they didn't give me the names they would they, they gave me a couple of names i was like oh cool um mm. but yeah mr credit so some, sometimes that happens as well you know but mm. um, we've got yeah. like um yeah because we, we've, we've got a spreadsheet set up with um because um i've well, you, you've had one of the messages from me. I've got the um the the, the general messages that I send out to photographers to be like, "Hey, I use your images," and I've got this long spreadsheet, and then next to it is all their socials and their links. And it's there's so many people on it, but then yeah, like every so often a new name will come up, and I'm like, "That name's not on the spreadsheet. Who is this person, and how <laughs> do I you? find them?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I will say to anyone listening, like if if yeah, if you ever obviously if you ever see any any work that we haven't credited, please. Uh, please let me know because because we, we tell, but then it, that's the thing it's, it's obviously it's it, it's not great for the for the artists because they're, they're like we're showing their work and not crediting them and we're getting views and all this it's frustrating for us obviously because if that person then says look you know i don't want you know you haven't asked for permission we shouldn't be using it and we then you know i'm, I'm sure that i'm sure that well i'm sure everyone's every, you know we're lovely people but everyone the all photographers we met are lovely people but yeah they could just be like no it's, you know, take they, take the whole video down that's that's a that's a pain in the butt for us as well and it's just because it's obviously someone's like gone oh yeah this is just a photo of me in larp gear <laughs> and like you said it's pretty straightforward to to rectify oh exactly Absolutely. it's just it's so easy to be like you know Oh, I didn't realize, or sorry, I didn't read the text. I will go rectify that now, mm. and then it's fine. But it's those yeah. who maybe don't care as much, yeah. and that's, I guess, that must be a frustrating thing. That yeah, there's there's been a few people that I have um, chatted with about photos and such that have just nabbed them. It's like, 
it's just a photo or whatever. It's like <laughs> just a photo. <laughs> Deep breaths. <laughs> Is the person worth it? <laughs> but the thing and, is, it's, like, it's a shared experience between you and all the other all other photographers, though, as well, isn't it? So mm. it's it's something that you have to constantly combat. I like what you do, though. The fact that because you've got them on, it's Flickr that you've got them all on, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And the good thing about Flickr is that if you want to share an image with someone, you do the the way that it works is you end up sharing the link directly from Flickr itself, which means instead of them just receiving an image, they receive the link to that image, which takes them straight to you, which is so much easier. Oh, really? I never, like, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I've I've shared it a few times and instead of like downloading them because then you know what's the point <laughs> yeah the only downside with that though is when people let's say for example i'm a part of the embercast in the var someone will share let's say a link to um a photo that someone's taken on Flickr, for example yeah um and they'll put it in discord it doesn't have obviously all the text that came from the original post as part of it. So you'll get all these like these links being spread around like discords, messengers and such, but not the original post with all the information that would be needed or wanted yeah. in that case. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's stuff like, so we, we can't, can't, uh, empathize completely, but we can definitely sympathize in the fact that we, like when we were cosplaying, like I said, we had, uh photographer friends and there were like small conventions especially when there was like that big like convention boom where there was like conventions every every weekend and there were times where they would just be like oh yeah come and hang out in our cosplay corner and then it, it, they just used like this photographer's photo from the previous year and we're all just like <laughs> commenting on the thing being like just putting the credit in just being like yeah by the well, way it's, like, it's, it used to be annoying enough enough um when models weren't credited when like an image would come up and um it would be the other way around and it would be like an image of because i've seen like a few of my friends i've been like that's, that's my friend there on that poster because we, we literally saw one of our friends on a poster at one of the comic cons and i was like does he know that's there? Yeah. That's oh it. yeah, that's he's right. And he had no idea either. And... We were like, hey, by the way, you're on a big poster in London. Who? <laughs> oh. oh. It was fine, but still, that was yeah. a biggie. Yeah, that that could be a problem if he was not cool with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's that thing as well. It's it's why for me personally. Um, as well because obviously there's so many you see it all the time on facebook where people or you know even companies will share like a funny video or a, a picture or a meme or something share it on their own profiles uh or like let's say biggest example i've ever seen it with is art comics someone that's drawn like comics yeah. of you know a funny you know skit or situation that's happened yeah they'll share those pictures of that comic and then you'll see, like, you know, somewhere deep, very deep in the comments, um, oh, here's the person that did that because they haven't shared the actual credits. It's like, these are big companies that are doing this. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah, that's even worse. That was the thing. That was the, especially with these, like, conventions that were obviously, like, trying to sell tickets for their next event. And it's just like, it's one thing, like, just taking someone's photograph and then to use it as a promotional image. You're just like, oh, but it's it's amazing how many, like you say, it's like big companies how many people just slip up on that and just go oh here's a picture i'll just use that 
So circling bound back around to what I was going to talk about, which was my new watermark. Yeah, um, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah. So a lot of people, I say a lot of people, a few people have kind of pushed back against it because you may have seen from my albums, it's now across the middle and yeah. translucent. It's mm -hmm. still very visibly there, but it's it, it's across the middle. That is essentially what I came up with as a, a, I say a way to combat that rise, but a way to essentially make sure the work that I put in is protected Yeah, in a way that one makes sense and two isn't necessarily um, a piss take because um, obviously, as I said earlier, the watermark used to be bottom left mm -hmm. quite clear text usually not covering anything because it's yeah. bottom left corner there's usually nothing of importance there and time and time and time and time and time again people whether through like facebook's really weird cropping or would just actively cut up the image um would remove it and it's like mm -hmm. <sighs> and with me I've actively gone into the full self-employed business of photography. Yeah. Yeah. So literally anyone that takes an image that is unwatermarked apart from like, you know, bottom left corner and such crops it and then puts it up. That is one pound because all my photos, are one pound digital. Yeah. That is one pound that I will never see. Yeah. Um, potentially if, unless, you know, they're a good person and they go, Oh, I can pay for this, right? Yeah, sure. Because yeah. that has happened sometimes where people have retroactively gone back and done that. Yeah, um, I, think, I think we, I think we did with yours actually. I think it was, it was. That's oh yeah, the, the very, we... very first time. Yeah, because yeah. I've been sent. Um, this is when we were like brand new, and we got sent a lot of photos, and I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna put them on my Instagram. And then I think you'd like sent me a message with the text. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And then yeah, we went but that, back. But and that then, was like, one of those examples where we didn't <laughs> see, it, we didn't get them from Facebook. It was from you like, got them from random Discord. Yeah, Discord, yeah, yeah. random yeah. person be like, look at this. I'm like, oh cool. <laughs> yeah and it happens a lot and it, it's one of those things that i on trying to make it a self-employed business that was at least somewhat financially viable is obviously i want people to have the memories that is why i got into the photography is i want people to absolutely have good shots of themselves where they look fantastic and have the greatest of memories from their events yeah I also want to pay my own bills and yeah. you know like um afford living in this capitalist society yeah. like <laughs> yeah I, yeah that's the thing I mean, that, this is why a lot of um yeah this is why it's difficult to, to to be an artist right is because a lot of people who start out and you know we've had photographer friends who had a dream of being full-time photographers but they you need to you can't just be like oh i'm an amateur photographer therefore i won't you know it annoys me that this person's using it about credit but i won't i won't you know take those steps or i won't act as if look my my work is worth something because yeah. i'm Art not is yet work. professional yeah. uh but you have to you have to start as you mean to go on because then you you never once you decide oh right now i'm gonna have to try and make some money out of this and actually pay my bills with it then you have to like change everything you know <laughs> you have to be like oh now actually could you please not use my photographs? You know, whereas if you start that way, and then it's it's way easier. So, I I will say I think I am an anomaly in the LARP photography section, where I think I'm one of the few 
uh, photographers who are actively only doing it as self-employed, mm-hmm. um, which is also a weird position to be in because you know there'll be some people who are like, you shouldn't be charging for your work. What what are you doing? Because mm. you know, again, art is work. Some people just see it as part and parcel of the experience. Yeah, and. It, it's it's one of those things that I I try not to tread on anyone's toes because mm-hmm. I, I just as a person don't like doing that in general. No, no. but there are times that that I do have to be like, I I do need to keep doing this because one I want to keep doing this for the rest of my days so yeah. everyone can get good photos of them and can have the best possible memories and. You know, like I say, it's a quid per photo. It's not as mm. if I'm. That's not even a pint in the current climate. No, yeah. no, it's, it's it's nothing. Especially if you're just like, oh yeah, I like this one, this one, and this one. You know, it's like three quid. Mm-hmm. You know, to 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 have that, to have a decent version of that photograph. Because I mean, got you you go to you go to like MCM Comic Con and go, all right, I want a picture with some crappy Thor's hammer that they've got there. You know, and they char- they charge you twenty quid for it. You just like it. It's just a picture of us, you know, the family. Like, look at us with Thor's hammer, you know. <laughs> and it's and it's and it's crap. And then the thing is, you can still go through your albums. You can go through your albums, all of faces albums. You can still go through there and look just look at them. You know, you're not yeah. charging people to yeah, look at the, the photographs. The watermark situation. I, there was a period where I didn't allow anyone to um, download off of Flickr because there was a a, a mass. Um, essentially album grab of um i think it might have been my curious pastimes e2 album Mm -hmm. where there was a lot of people that did not read the post and just took the images straight up without the credits and such and obviously curious pastimes being a slightly larger system i was like i can't contact all these people individually something has to change Um, which is where putting it across the middle and translucent, it doesn't completely, obviously, destroy the image, and mm-hmm. it can't be easily cropped out. Yeah, I mean, I've got to admit, it's, 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 a, it's something I would do, if I, not, not, that, yeah, I'm, not yeah. that I'm any expert in this, but yeah, your, your one's ideal, because even if, even if, like, someone uses it and that they don't ask for your permission, it goes, oh, here's a picture, and it just shows up on, on someone's Instagram feed or their short Instagram reel or something like that, it's it's going to have even though they've not credited you in the thing, it's going to have your credit. The credit in the image. Photograph, yeah. Yeah, because it's translucent. Like like you said, you can see the image, and I like where it is in the middle because I remember um, there's been a couple of times we've been editing videos, and it's been like late at night, and we're releasing the next day, and I'm like, oh, we need a photo for this, and I found one of your images, and I've been like, yeah, that's great because the watermark's right there in the middle. Everyone can see it. I'll send you. A, I've, I've sent you a message like a couple of times to be like, "Hey, can I use this?" <laughs> and you're always welcome it's, to. It's yeah, you know, and it's, it's showing you off, and yeah. it looks yeah, it's just so eye catching. Just yeah. having that right in the middle. And to be fair, it's I don't see why people would be angry about having that. It's your livelihood, and it's what you have. You know, it's something yeah. you're giving back to those people, and it's pretty wonderful. So. Yeah, 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 this, this, yeah I mean, this is why we want to have you on, you know, partially to talk about this because it's something we're sensitive, we're very sensitive to making content mm. about Empire specifically because they don't, they have a no, like, you know, you're not supposed to record. Right? So, as content creators ourselves, you know, we can't go in there with our, you know, our video camera and vlog everything, right? So, yeah. if we're making content, we are literally relying on you guys to give us our visual 
our visuals for stuff if we're talking about it be like we need a picture of of what we're talking about because we don't have any footage you know we might have a quick uh you know smartphone uh, thing before time in near our tent and that's it you know we're relying on you is that that's actually a question i had for you guys in mm -hmm. terms of being content creators for and having empire stuff the rules about not recording does that include t before time in and after time in on sunday i th I, th I think it does I, yeah i think i think you basically they're like moment you're on fields on site but so for what um from what i can gather from what i read and i i did like uh, when we started this thing before we went to our first event um mm -hmm. i i um emailed um I emailed PD and just went, this is what we're planning on doing. I, I didn't say anything because we, we weren't going to film anything. We didn't. Uh, but I said, yeah. you know, we, we have a podcast. Uh, we're getting into LARP. We're going to be talking about talking about LARP. Um, is, you know, is, is there any, is there anything in particular that, you know, is, is like, you don't want us to talk about, is there any, basically just open the dialogue and they were, they were great. Yeah. From what I, what I gathered is, is like what I read uh, filming wise, it's, it's okay if you basically just basically ask like but basically go to them and say we're looking at filming and even then they're a little bit like if it's in your tent that's that's fine you know and i think i, th I think most people get away with like tent adjacent but i think yes. one thing they're very strict on is don't walk around yeah videoing was, yeah. Um, yeah. My, my understanding was when i was looking through it all and reading it because i was kind of trying to 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 get some content time out sort of thing and my understanding was inside your tent is fine as long as it's as long as everybody's given permission as long as it's not an in-character thing that's happening if it's like a quick like you know this is my kit this is my setup and if it's a quick you know walk around the shops before time in showing off different shops mm -hmm. it's fine as long as you're not filming people without your permission and it's not time in mm -hmm. um that was my understanding because we've got little videos and things out there but it's always like uh you know look this is our tent this is our copious amounts of alcohol for the weekend <laughs> yeah. and i think i took some little videos on like um like thursday evening when like a group of us are sitting in a tent playing a game but playing it's, D &D you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, we that, were the nerds that played D&D <laughs> Yeah, that, that thing's all fine. And I'm, I'm saying, oh yeah, obviously because there's no film, we're relying on on you guys for our visual, a lot of our visual aspects and, and things like that if we're, if we're talking about it. But but the no filming, like no just random filming from non-photographers and non-videographers is something that I actually agree with in game. I'm not I'm definitely not calling for, oh yeah, I wish I wish me and Robin could walk around as our characters just filming all our interactions. That's no. not what I want at no. all. Because that's because no. that yeah. Because <laughs> the, the the game it would just take away from the game so much and it would just it's it's a very um well do, do you do you find it quite it's quite an intimate thing, I find. Do you find it that way? Like and I mean intimate as in like it's moments that you probably wouldn't get if it was mm. all filmed or if it was on a stage at a comic-con or something you know i mean there's always gonna be those little interactions granted on a much larger scale empire of just the little moments like the the as i was saying earlier the the person drinking a cup of coffee outside their tent like yeah. uh, on the morning of time in and such there's always going to be just the little moments that will happen and especially with three thousand five hundred people it's gonna be just happening constantly everywhere around with no way to capture it all 
in terms of like the actual like spontaneity and such, that that's just laugh in general. It is it's laughers will be laughers and will have you know their their role play moments that they you know planned and or just had like information given to them from like a letter and they'll just jump into action and do it or such. Like there's always going to be just that moment mm-hmm. around you if you know where to look. Yeah. So, so obviously, like we asked you right at the start, there's like what came first, the, the laugh or the photography? Do you, it, how much of the game is taken up by just? Do you sorry? Do you find do you find photography as part of your game, or do you go right? I've got photographer hat on, and now I've got player hat on, and I'm going to play, and then I'm going to photographer. So, for me. I very much play and photograph at the same time unless mm-hmm. it is specific instances. Mm-hmm. So when I'm wandering around Anvil, I am Varric the Wanderer. I just have my camera with me, my, my little pixie box. Um, and I will go and I will do all my interactions. I will photograph while I'm just wandering around and or um, you know, chatting with individuals. Obviously not them, but she like oh there's a so few people talking about that for like caravan over there i'll take a quick shot of that but if it's something like the battle and such like there are very you know there are rules for the actual battle and skirmish photography as mentioned earlier yeah um the battle ones get taken up like that in bet, terms yeah. of slots yeah and for me the battle is my playtime, like playtime, playtime, because yeah. I, I do enjoy a good scrap every now and then. Yeah. And with the fact that you don't know who's battling until you get there, it's it's because like the, the schedules for like photography go up a, a few weeks in advance. Like Tom is on it, at which point it's then a case of, okay, do I pick Saturday or Sunday to do the battle photography, not knowing if I'm gonna. Oh, be... you, oh, of course you don't know, do you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, that's you've just gotta just gotta be like, hmm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping we're gonna be fighting Druge on this day. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So I can actually fight. Yeah. Yeah, that was and um... there's also the other aspect as well where at least at the minute photography doesn't count for the social contract. So if I was to let's say pick Saturday and it coincided with Navarre fighting I could then, you know, go fight on the Saturday, but I would, by the social contract, go and photo- uh, go and monster on the Sunday and not photograph because photography doesn't count towards the social contract. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So yeah, you've almost got to. Well, in fact, actually, I think I think another photographer who's in Dawn was like, I think yeah, they, he told us. They told us about yeah. that because they were like, "Oh, I'm monstering against you," and we're like, "What?" And it was exactly what you're saying. They were like, "Oh, you know, I've." I photographed uh, yesterday, so I have to monster against my own nation if I want to. If I, if I want to go out and fight, but like, oh great! <laughs> I mean, there are some people who will be like, oh, "I'll just do it and then play. It'll be fine." But that again, the breaking of social contract—you don't want to be that guy. It's... Yeah, yeah, we, we don't want we don't want to make a habit of saying, "Ah, it's fine because it's not yeah, fine, really." It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's. it's uh, I would like to say it's not the end of the world, but if everyone has that attitude, then. <sighs> Because there'll be there'll be some people that will be like they'll take part in their fight and they go, hey, we had a, we had a great fight, we had a good job, we succeeded all the objectives. They get drunk and just pass out and then sleep through the battle on the Sunday. So Sunday's monsters are, are like numbers and mismatched, and it's like honestly, yeah. it's, it's really is. It's been the only thing so far that's been become one of my sort of 
pet hate so when I'm going out is if um we've been out you know battling on the Saturday and then we're heading out to Monster on the Sunday and I see a load of people who are sitting around I'm like you were definitely fighting yesterday yeah. <laughs> kick your butt out there <laughs> yeah no you do, you do see them you do, you do see them <laughs> yeah and it's it's one of those things that LARP is a very collaborative hobby like it does need to have its volunteers at least for now in that aspect of it works if we work together yeah it literally does right even just like the the i mean let's like say we've only played empire but even the rule set of like it's all like trust you know it's basically trust-based you know and it's like yeah. you've got to you trust in each other to be like like if i if i throw a throwing weapon at someone you've got to trust that they We'll take the took the hit because I've spent resources taking the throne skill. You know, it's just yeah. a hypothetical, but you, you, it's otherwise. What are we doing? We're playing pretend, right? So, yeah. so like, <laughs> like if, you, if people are cheating, then why are you even? Because what are we doing yeah. otherwise? You know, there's no trophy at the end to be like, well done, you you, you lasted the end. <laughs> There's no one on a podium like, congratulations, you won LARP. It's well, like, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people do think that's a thing, especially in D&D. I'm pretty sure people do think that there's some accolade out there. But I mean, well done. You've been playing D&D for the longest and the best. There you go. <laughs> you win Dungeons and Dragons, right? No more D&D for D&D for <laughs> how, how, you you do like a low because when I've when I've gone through like your albums then I've just I've actually gone through your albums just to be like because we, we've never been to player events or anything like that so end of this year I went through some of your albums just to be like oh what what I'm just going to get a sense of like the other LARPs and the other player events and and what's going on how many do you, there's a lot on there how many do you do so many <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um so to put it in perspective this year photography wise i did 46 events what that's even and more than i thought sleep <laughs> and then suddenly i got an interesting question um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that you, you do these Fenders events and, and you take so many photos at each event. You treat your body like a temple, I treat mine like an amusement park. It's it's one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you don't sleep because like, you, you do it because you, you Twitch stream as well, don't you? I and, am a Twitch streamer. It's the yeah. other half of my business, yeah. And I remember you did a, you did a, like a, was it like a 12 hour stream or something where you, uh, and it, at the end of it, I think I popped into your stream at the end. You go, oh, I'm so tired. And then, like four hours, six hours later, the next day, you're like just back at it playing D. I'm like, yeah. Like, he was like shouting through. He was like, Ben's streaming again. <laughs> so that was my birthday subathon stream. Uh -huh. It was mm -hmm. originally a 12 hour stream uh -huh. that could be extended another 12 hours, depending on if people, you know, subbed, you know, gave bits, donated. Mm -hmm. I, I made, like, a, a chart of, you know, goals for, like, you know, each sub up to 100 would have, like, you know, different awards or, you know, every five would have, like, a big thing or such. Yeah. Uh -huh. And just for funsies, I put it up, I did, like, you know, stretch goals up to a thousand, like a very Kickstarter kind of thing. Like, it'll never, it'll never go above 100, no way. 200 subs later, <laughs> um, plus <laughs> bits and donations, it was... The timer had a max of 12 hours, like, added on, like, I made sure it didn't go over 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to know how long was potentially left with more subs? How long? How, how long? long? Two minutes and 30 seconds. 
<laughs> at what point did you start to hate this list that you created? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it was. <laughs> Anyway. I hate past me. <laughs> Why did I do this? But it was it was a great stream. It was funny. It was worth it. And yeah, I slept I think like four hours and then did a, a TTRPG stream as like a conclusion to my Star Wars campaign that I ran. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I just I remember being at the end and you were just like, all right, I'm going to bed finally. And then, like <laughs> the next day, like it's like I was like he was up like four hours ago. Like, did <laughs> they tell like, you he's streaming? How is he streaming? I would have cancelled. I would have been like, look, I'm not doing TTRPGs. No, no, not today. <laughs> I survive on commitment and spite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, twi so Twitch, because like I said, you you know you you've gone uh, like full time out out on your own. So like things like Twitch is. Uh, are great because it gives you all you know another it's another it's, it's, potential revenue stream absolutely so it, it was weird when i decided to go completely self-employed telling the job center no i'm not searching for more work i'm i'm making this a thing yeah. um we were just coming out of i think like the christmas lockdown yeah. um back in 2020 and Twitch was really good to me over 2020, especially after March, because everything kicked off, everyone was stuck at home, and yeah. they were just looking for something to do while stuck at home. Yeah. And a lot of streamers got a really good start, because with streaming it's very luck-based, especially in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, got a good start in 2020 because of the Rona. And... It got to the point for some where it literally kickstarted careers oh, yeah. um, of full-blown, like, many thousands of viewers per stream streamers. Mm -hmm. Again, that's very luck-based. Twitch is... Uh, Twitch is the worst with Discovery compared to something like YouTube and such, because if someone, like, watches, like, your podcast once, it will recommend you your channel again in the future. Yeah, exactly, or, yeah your kind of content adjacent like other larp playlists. Yeah, exactly. yeah so yeah. If, so if you came out with like so let's say like you came out with a larp video and you know we we did a collab and then we were making similar content if people watched us they would get recommended yeah youtube's algorithm would go more larp more larp for them now at yeah. which point it would then throw like 50 different like recommendations towards you because yeah. the algorithm is weird um whereas on twitch you get like maybe six recommended channels that's it. If you don't have hundreds or thousands of viewers and you like want to be found, you have to hope that someone clicks on the category, sees the other 500 streamers with more viewers than you because it goes off the viewer metric and goes all the way down to where you are and goes, ah, I kind of like the title or the look at the profile picture. Sure, let's try it. Yeah, yeah. you literally have to search. And then even then, you, you're going to have to be in a in a niche it's, it's one of the only like uh, platforms where they say you're better off being niche because then you're just easier to find because people just literally type in dungeons and dragons and then the you know because if you type in Fortnite, this you're just gonna get you're just never gonna get found you know <laughs> yeah there, there's like fifteen thousand like Fortnite streamers currently probably live right now on twitch oh and yeah. It's... yeah yeah no yeah not even just streamers <laughs> actually on, live you know no it doesn't make yeah. sense because that's the only place where i've like been 
recommended like FIFA or something. And I'm just like, what is this on? Why is why? this on my? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What makes you think I would have any interest? Twitch, in you that? okay? <laughs> yeah, whenever I go into Twitch, yeah, it's like it's something like that. Like someone playing FIFA or someone playing Fortnite, someone playing something that I'm like. Not only do I know nothing about this, but I've never searched this or clicked onto a single one of these videos. That's that's some that's D&D or LARP people. <laughs> yeah. And and then if you want to find like new, you know, content creators to watch on the Dungeons and Dragons aspect, you then have to type in Dungeons and Dragons, go past Critical Role because they always have the most viewers and such, yeah. and the yeah. other like the actual Dungeons and Dragons channel themselves and all the other who are like, you know, sponsors or like yeah. content, like partners of Wizards of the Coast and such to then go to like indie streamers. And then you've got any, every, a bunch of people trying to be next critical role, a bunch of people just doing it just because they can stream it just so they can go back and watch it later for notes. And the people that are trying to make it a show. And again, the discoverability is like not there. You can, yeah. You can click on a thing and then you'll kind of just see the screen. There's no information really about them besides the about me and all the panels. Then you have to hope they've done all the panels down below and they haven't just left it blank and they've filled in some information. Yeah, it's 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 useful. Like it's been it's been it's been fun for us. Uh, it's not it's one of those that we're not like you know we're, we're we're basically just spreading everything out. You know, we're just like oh you know this this is why we don't stream uh the podcast currently but then we have a you know we've done like live chats and we'll just do we'll do an impromptu like oh we'll just yeah. we'll do a live chat about larp you know and people like just showing up just to hang out but it's usually people like you say it's not it's very rarely is it just randoms just jumping being like oh what is what is this that they're chatting about it's usually people that we know you know or someone from a discord server that has seen that we're doing doing it and jumped in and been like oh this you know it's like you said discoverability is not absolutely not great on it yeah a lot of like even con like main content creators of nowadays are like you if you want to get big on like twitch or other social media you have to make content on the other social media sites around it to then drag them to you and it's like it's like, yeah. it's like when you were saying earlier about being a YouTuber and I just kind of just crumpled a little. It's like there's so much of that that yeah. comes into it now. And it's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It makes my head dizzy. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a lot. And it can, it can really, it, it can really overwhelm. I don't know how you feel about it, but it can be very overwhelming, especially when you're, you start focusing on the numbers like you have to. And I know I've got a fair few content creator friends, you know, of all varying, varying levels of numbers, but there's a lot of them. You Sometimes you can just see and you you kind of want to say something, but you know, they're just they're just in that spiral of worrying about numbers. The algorithm hates me. You know, I did this video and uh, I thought it was amazing. And the algorithm chat on me and, and it's just like, just, you know. Think about making, and I've got to say, I say it to myself, I'm just like, don't worry about how that video did, just just make a good video. Just, that's all we need to do. Just make a good podcast. Just that, that's all we need to worry about. Don't care how many people like it. You know, it's it's Absolutely. something you've got to take stock of at some point, but just to see how you're doing. But it, it's like, it's, it's I, I think it's equivalent to like an athlete just staring at the scoreboard all the time and being like, what's the score? What's the the numbers game yeah. with Twitch and other content platforms is um is I think it is honestly for most new streamers and content creators the biggest mental hurdle to overcome. Yeah. I remember my first three years of streaming, so I've been doing this for five years in total. Um 
I was absolutely worried anytime my number count dipped below 10. Yeah. Because, oh, 10 is that that perfection mark for me as an early streamer. Yes. If I don't get above <laughs> that, I'm clearly doing something wrong. What am I doing wrong? Let me revitalize my channel 15 bloody times in a row to try and get to that metric again. Yeah. Yeah. And then doing something completely inane gets you like 20 viewers at one point, and you go, okay, I'll do more of that at some point. You go back to it, and it's like five viewers, and it's like... Mm -hmm. yeah. Studying like, said... the, the email they send you after with all the information and sending all through all. <laughs> yeah, the analytics. Yeah, yeah we, we got caught in that trap when we first started, because obviously we, we jumped on Twitter. Luckily, we had friends that helped us out with with just getting set up on the um, being affiliated with Twitch. But quite honest, and that was when we were like, and then you start getting hyper focused on numbers. Like, oh, we're almost at affiliate this, that, the other. Uh, and to be honest, now, which is we don't we don't really pay much attention to it, apart from actually just going on doing the streams and having yeah, fun, having and fun. hanging out. It's, it, I think numbers. I think it's an almost unconscious trap that some people fall into is they see the numbers for the affiliates. And then go, okay, now I target partner immediately. Go, mm, yeah. There is a big <laughs> jump from affiliate to partner at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It is huge. And is that and what something yeah. you want to do as well? You know, because and, and partner's not, I'm not I'm that much of an expert on it, but partner's different now from what it maybe was three years ago, four years ago. You know, not, five not really. Ago. There's like, there's some partners that I follow avidly because they're great content creators who have like 15 views every stream. Like Mr. Weeble, one of the most well-known, awesome musical comedian, like old school YouTubers, millions of views, millions of subscribers. He gets like 20, 30 views max on his Twitch streams. Yeah. yeah. And he just has a whale of a time being himself. <laughs> Uh, just doing whatever on stream, whether it's yeah. you know showing off, making music videos, or just playing with the community. Mm. It's it's a lot of people, especially those who want to make this a career. As someone who currently has it as a career, mm. a lot of people go for the the gold rush, the 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 grinds. That if I work absolutely at it constantly, consistently, I will absolutely be made a partner within like a year or something, and it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's very much a case of luck. It's very much a case of making sure that you're not essentially grinding yourself down with doing. Yeah. What What are the reasons for doing it? If If I mean, if if being a partner is the only thing that you want, then fair enough. But if if you if you like, I mean, say, say for us, I mean, we, we we do a variety of just like we do, you know, we chat. And then we we have our podcast, and then we talk about LARP, and we do our D and D stuff. It just happened where really yeah. is LARP. Now our LARP stuff gets a lot more traffic, um, and yeah, I'm enjoying doing it. But sometimes I'm just like, oh yeah, maybe we should be doing more of this because this is what people are like. And you're like, is that what I want to do though? You know, is that mm. maybe we should I... be in short form content instead of long podcasts? I'm like, no, but I I start the podcast because I enjoy the long form podcasts, not yeah. because yeah. that's where the numbers came from. So long as you're enjoying yourself, people will come and they will see that and then they will have a good time themselves, which will make them more inclined and coming back. Like, mm -hmm. if you're just grinding yourself down and getting properly angry and screaming and such, like, yeah, some people find it funny, like Tyler One, where you will just see him blink out of existence because he screams so hard. Like, <laughs> some people are into that, like but you know for, for a lot of people enjoyment everyone's enjoyment varies and yeah. there's so many different people so everyone's interest varies sometimes you will not find your community for a while it it didn't happen with me yeah. for ages it didn't yeah. 
And especially as well, we are variety streamers. We stream different yeah. things. We yeah. do different things. If ah, that's actually a perfect thing. I had a friend behaving beardly um who had overwatch as his main game for ages um which was like thousands of viewers per stream Mm -hmm. moment you stop playing overwatch 50 100 maybe yeah but those people stayed specifically for him and not the game yeah they're the ones you want right that's the thing you want more of those and with variety, if you, for example, like change it up every week, you're not going to potentially get those same people back because they're there specifically for that thing, not specifically for you, unless you made a rapport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, because I was I streamed some like MMOs, and because I, I just like if I'm if I'm doing video gaming, like you said, we're variety streamers, just like you. So it's like. I'll jump from game to game, but sometimes people will like jump in and be like, oh yeah, and they're just really into that game. And it's just like, and then you stream something else, they're like, oh, you're not playing that anymore. I'm like, nah. <laughs> but yeah, you I had I, that I don't, when I did Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, but you don't, because again, you, you want, like, I want the people that uh, are here to be like, because they like hanging out with us, not because, you know, they, they like, they just like me sitting playing that specific game. And one um, one of my favorite things as well, it doesn't happen loads, it's on a smaller scale, but it's just my favorite thing ever is when and you know, Robin and I, we like making friends, right? Like, but we we're always, even in our like like, you know, physical lives and physical friends, like we're never yeah. like, oh, these are my college friends, these are my school friends. We're always like, everybody, everybody come, come together. together. <laughs> so all of our all of our D D friends, cosplay friends and LARP friends, we're not like, oh that's LARP, that's D D. We're all just like, oh come and come and enjoy all this shit with us, yep, you know? <laughs> I approve. I fully hundred percent approve I, on that. Yeah, I love it. I love it having like seeing people in our chat that uh, that are there because we played D D with them years ago and we used to stream D D with them and they're in our current like LARP stream and they're like interacting. That's just that that they're chatting with all the new LARP people we met and it's just yeah. like everyone's just branching but, uh, yeah. out and meeting That's exactly awesome. and, and they're there because they're friends with us and not because oh yeah i'm interested in this like some people are they oh i'm interested in this lot thing so i'll come have a have a listen but they're the people i want in my but and you want much more of them i prefer i prefer i prefer 300 of them than 3000 randoms that just enjoy me playing fortnite because i'm saying the, the right things you know mm, absolutely you like again like a lot of people will be drawn to specifically like there are some people out there who will literally follow you just because you say their name on stream there will be some people who will follow you because you actually read out their comment whereas a lot of other streamers just don't and just sit there with a controller playing a game but they're just broadcasting it to the internet <laughs> because they can <laughs> and like you have some people that again i you do it perfectly with the cultivating the actual community together of getting like my people that you at the end of the day we're all friends like it's it's a case of we're gonna meet each other because of the awesome circumstances of things like larp D &D and our previous histories yeah and just come together as a community with that yeah it's it's wonderful yeah Yeah, such a cool such a cool thing and your your streams you you do because you you do streams for your like you mix them don't you so you have like photo editing streams as well which i think is a really cool idea i really yeah. love your photo editing streams <laughs> and it's been, it's been a couple of times that i've like taken like a screenshot of you 
streaming your photo editing to send to people whose photo it is. So I can be like, they're editing your photo. Yeah, like, like yeah, get, get, it, get in the chat and get say in the hello. Chat. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is um, that's actually something new I've had to bring in. But like the whole thing with the photo editing streams, um, I actually I tried that back in the day because I wanted people to have the sneak peek. Absolutely, like just seeing people coming in from you know Empire, Curious Pastimes, Erda, all the other like systems that I've done, and just being able to just chat, chill, shit post, and just go through the events just on a chronological order at least from my perspective is yeah. amazing it it cultivates that group who kind of like reminisce in the chat like oh we did that really cool thing yeah that was awesome and you know the people who are just like wait i can't wait to see that moment where he fell on his ass it'll be hilarious yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and again it's like it's a it's a chill obviously it's work you know it's technically work for you but it just feels like because when i saw that i was like that feels like a no-brainer because it's editing you know it's editing you're just you're gonna sit and do it anyway and you're on your pc anyway you know you may as well have just a chill like oh and then you've got yeah. people looking at your work and also like go you know circling back circling that back to what we were talking about earlier like mm. yeah this is an art form it's not just a click oh here you go go get it processed at boots or something and, and <laughs> 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 you're literally showing everybody the work that you're putting into each image and the thought process as well behind it when you're looking at an image and deciding you know how this is going to work what you're going to do with it how you're going to give this person in the image that you may not know at all the best possible image from this event and it really just shows everybody the amount of dedication that you're putting into it again it shows it's, it it's worth it <laughs> absolutely it it's it's one of those things that i'm surprised other photographers don't do I, I can maybe think about it in that they're too busy with work because as i say a lot of other photographers they do that as like a side thing and then they do like you know i I know some photographers do like IT work or they work yeah. in, you know, retail and such. Um, there's some people like who will just not have the time because of family or other commitments in their lives. And I, I get it. Mind you, it doesn't come naturally to some people. That's the thing. It is, it's, it's a, it, again, street, we're talking about photography being like an art form, like, like streaming, like putting mm. yourself out, out there, there just in general you know even even for people that you know go to like larp events that you know you, you know you have to do a bit of improv it, the, like the camera and putting yourself on camera and just talking to yourself especially because most of us stream just talk just we're the only person talking <laughs> so that's yeah. not a natural that's not actually a natural thing to do so that might be a hurdle as well that some photographers are like oh, no I, I like the idea of it but yeah the, 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 there is there's a few photography streams I've seen that is literally just click, drag some sliders around, next one, click. And it, it it's one of those things that it's, it's for me, it's something that I've obviously learned over five years of streaming that it's just one of those things that I try to do my best to entertain as well as do the editing because it's all about... Yes, it is a sneak peek for people uh, at, for the actual events for them to come and have a good look at and see potentially yeah. photos of themselves. But it's also that community building of gathering everyone together and going, hey, look at these two images of someone going, I can make that into a GIF so you can have it as like a bonk <laughs> GIF or something. And like, um, it, it's what it's just the thing of continuing that level of social interaction and 
gathering everyone as friends together to just have a party and essentially see some works quickly. Yeah. There have there have been some times, going back to what Robin was saying, where I have noticed people have print screens the stream and not done the whole sharing so that people come by and watch. They've actually seen a photo of themselves and because it's a sneak peek where it doesn't have the watermark, oh, they have... <laughs> Print screened <laughs> and stolen the shot. Oh my god, what? From the actual. Oh, hey there. Screenshot <laughs> a screen. Yeah. <laughs> what? It has happened three times so far to what? my account that people have print screened a photo that I'm editing, specifically just in the stage that it's finished, and they've cropped it and put it on like that. Their... Oh, what? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. Especially it, after just. Well, they must have sat and watched you and listened to you as you're like, oh, yeah, and I'll do this and I'll do that. And I've put all this it's time not finished, in this image. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like you said, the, the, the effort is the effort's minimal. To, like I said, some people just don't know, but the, the, the effort is minimal to want to ask. Uh, mm -hmm. Then it is to, like, screenshot something. Then, yeah. the, then, then crop it and then post it. <laughs> Yeah, after the after the third one, I did have a thing where I essentially put a in the corner. Please don't, you know, please don't print screen these photos and upload them. Yeah. And the age, the age of these before to mark again across the middle of the screen, specifically on my OBS overlay. So yeah, if yeah, they do, that's, good. that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll 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 put all the um, we'll put all the links to your your Twitch channel and your uh, your Flickr, your your apps. <laughs> Thank you. If you remember, whatever. This is just some photographer that we uh, can't can't remember his name. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll put all the we'll put all the links. He's a, look. He's a, he, he presses a button. I look good. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just, just, just a picture, isn't it? Yeah, just a picture. Uh, is there anything? Is there anything? Any other projects or anything? that you want to uh plug at all while you're here um so at least at the minute photography wise uh i currently have uh actually i can double check because it's on my other monitor uh uh, 28 events currently pre-booked for 2023, so if you want me to photograph your events, I am more than happy to just get in contact through the Agent B. Smith or just poking me on Facebook, so I try and be as open as possible with my business. Um, Streaming-wise, I'm planning on doing a 24-hour live stream over Christmas. Ooh. Um, Specifically because there are a lot of people for whatever reason, spend a, uh, Christmas alone. And I want to essentially offer them a place to come and relax and just yeah. chat chill or to that's spend really Christmas with someone. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's, that's awesome. Nice. That's absolutely wonderful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much for coming on. It's been great insight in it's... photography and Twitch. Hopefully you'll come back on again because there's still a lot uh, still a lot I want to I want to delve into with that. Definitely. It's like sure a whole, thing. It's a whole nother that's the thing, it's a whole nother world, it's a whole massive part of of the hobby of LAR. But like I say, coming from cosplay, we knew it was that there's a whole world to it. Um so yeah, no thanks. Thank you very no. much for coming on. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Again, we'll put all your stuff down below. Right, we'll say goodbye to the podcast, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. Make sure you go check out Agent B. Smith. Make sure you give him a follow. If you enjoyed this show, give us a like. 
leave us a comment, leave us a review, share it around, and why not check out some of the other podcast episodes that we have already done. We love you and take care of yourselves.